Now let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Our scripture readings for today begin in the book of Exodus, chapter 33, verses 12 through 23, and chapter 34, 4 through 9, and 27 through 29. Moses said to the Lord, See, you have said to me, Bring up this people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found favor in my sight. Now, if I have found favor in your sight, please show me your ways, so that I may know you and find favor in your sight. Consider, too, that this nation is your people. He said, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. And he said to him, If your presence will not go, do not bring us up from here. For how shall it be known that I have found favor in your sight, I and your people, unless you go with us? In this way we shall be distinct, I and your people, from every people on the face of the earth. The Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have asked, for you have found favor in my sight, and I know you by name. Moses said, Please show me your glory. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you and will proclaim before you the name, the Lord. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. But, he said, you cannot see my face for no one shall see me and live. And the Lord continued, see, there is a place by me where you shall stand on the rock and while my glory passes by, I will put you in a cleft of the rock, and I will cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will take away my hand, and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. So Moses cut two tablets of stone like the former ones, and he rose early in the morning and went up on Mount Sinai, as the Lord had commanded him, and took in his hand the two tablets of stone. The Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name. The Lord, the Lord passed before him and, pro and proclaimed. The Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping steadfast love for the thousandth generation, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, yet by no means clearing the guilty but visiting the iniquity of the parents upon the children and the children's children to the third and the fourth generation. And Moses quickly bowed down to the ground and worshipped. He said, If now I have found favor in your sight, my Lord, I pray, let my Lord go with us. Although this is a stiff-necked people, pardon our iniquity and our sin, and take us for your inheritance. The Lord said to Moses, Write these words, for in accordance with these words, I have made a covenant with you and with Israel. <coughs> he was there with the Lord forty days and forty nights. He neither ate bread nor drank water. And he wrote on the tablets the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. Moses came down from Mount Sinai as he came down from the mountain with the two tablets of the covenant in his hand. Moses did not know that the skin of his face shone because he had been talking with God. Our other reading today comes from the Gospel of John, and we continue again in chapter 1 of John, this time with verse 14 
in verses 16 through 18. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is the only Son, himself God, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Today's reading, we come to Moses, the first of the two people that we see with Christ in the transfiguration. We have Moses representing the law and Elijah representing the prophets, as we see the law and the prophets brought together and fulfilled in Christ. This week, we look at Moses. Next week, Elijah. This week, we have some interesting parallels between Moses and Christ in the readings that we have for today. In our reading from Exodus, we have Moses asking that God go with his people and asking to see the glory of God. There's a handful of different interesting things I want to cover because there's a lot happening here with Moses. But there's also a lot that we tend to overlook in the Old Testament because we often get hung up on the specifics of the law and miss some of the bigger messages that are there. In our reading today, Moses is asking that the presence of God will go with the people. And he is asking to see God's glory for himself. So God tells Moses that his goodness will pass before Moses. And he will proclaim his name. Which, that's a whole other topic. And you can ask anybody who has been through the Bible study session I lead on God's name as to how much goes into understanding that. If you are interested, come see me. I will do what I can to help you out. Um, I can get you the materials that I use for that study, but it is a topic unto itself. God follows this up with something else, though. God says he will be gracious to whom he will be gracious and merciful to whom he will be merciful. And this statement reiterates something that we covered last week and that we touched on when we began this series. Because last week we talked and saw that God will do what God does for whom God chooses. Because as we covered in the very beginning of this is God as creator of all is over everything. That God does what God does, and God is accountable to God. And we see that here once again, but this time it's part of God's revelation to Moses. And the Lord continues in saying that Moses can't look upon his face because that is too much. But he can look as God passes by. And there's a lot of symbolism in this. But the gist of it is that Moses will receive the gift of being able to experience God's glory. The 
that Moses will go up and God will reveal his commandments and his glory to Moses. As God passes before Moses, he proclaims to him this revelation of God's character. God is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping steadfast love for the thousandth generation. I highlight this because sometimes we have this idea that these are things we don't find until the New Testament. But we saw this in the last couple of weeks in Genesis. The God who saw creation and declared it was very good. The God who heard Abraham laugh and still blessed him. The God who reveals himself to Moses as a God of faithfulness, love, and compassion. A God of justice. So Moses prays that God will go with his people, even if they are stiff-necked, even if they are difficult. That if this is the God of compassion, he will be able to lead these people to where they need to go. And the Lord reiterates the covenant made with his people. And here we come to another interesting parallel. And you may see it if you think about the fact that Lent is coming up very soon. Moses is with God on the mountaintop for 40 days and 40 nights. When Moses comes down, he is shining from being in God's presence. And we see Jesus start his public ministry by spending 40 days and nights in the wilderness, just like Moses. When Christ is transfigured, he shines with the glory of God, just as Moses shone from being exposed to God's glory. The number 40 is throughout the Bible and often marks important periods. Moses' life is even said to be broken in to 40-year sections. And this links Christ going into the wilderness with Moses' time on the top of the mountain. And it's part of Christ's connection to the law and the prophets and shows Christ's connection to Moses. And we touch again as well in the first chapter of John that we have been seeing the relationship of John to all of the Old Testament, and we have a connection with Moses there as well. That the Word became flesh to live among us, that we see his glory like the Father's glory, full of grace and truth. From his fullness we receive grace upon grace. The law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. We also hear that no one has seen God, but it is the Son who is close to the Father's heart and makes him known. Part of what John is setting up here is this idea that Moses brought us the law and Moses was human. He did the best he could to understand God, but Moses wasn't able to look directly upon God's glory. Moses brought the law, but Christ brings grace and truth. The true revelation of God's character in Christ fully human and fully divine. Jesus fulfills the law and the prophets and brings clarity to God's character in God's love. Another part of what we see in the transfiguration is the disciples witnessing God's glory revealed in Christ. 
As Jesus is there with Moses and Elijah, we see that glory revealed. That we see grace and truth there revealed in Christ so that God's glory shines forth. And the law and the prophets are united in Christ. Now, as we get closer to Lent, I start thinking about these connections between Moses and Christ. And there's some good reading out there if you would like more information, because there are some parallels between especially Matthew's gospel and Moses. And I can, I can point you in at least one or two good books that will help to further explain that if you're interested. One of the things we can look at right now, though, is the way that Christ's teachings build upon the understanding of God's character as revealed to people like Moses. That the revelation made to Moses, it's about a God who loves justice, a God of mercy, a God of forgiveness, a God of faithfulness, and a God of love. That is the character of God revealed. Revealed to Moses and expounded upon by Christ, demonstrated through Christ's love, through Christ's teaching, through Christ's death and resurrection. One problem that we can have is that we sometimes miss that connection to the Old Testament that helps to reveal God's character and to reveal God's love. And I think it is important that we do make that connection. And the transfiguration is a great opportunity for us to remember those connections because there's so much to look at in that one interaction that when Christ appears with Moses and Elijah, we can look at those connections. This week, we saw Moses and how Moses receives the law. But part of what we see is the way God's character is revealed to Moses as the law is revealed to him. And I think that in many ways, that is the more important takeaway in the account of Moses. Because we can get too hung up on the law, and lose sight of the character of God. I say this because I interpret the law through Christ. Because of this, I see the law through Christ's love and what Christ reveals about God's character as well. Because the law is interpreted, reinterpreted, ignored, and reworked all throughout the Bible. It even begins with Moses. That they begin discussing parts of the law and how it's going to have to be interpreted to make sure that some people who aren't mentioned in the first place get the justice they deserve. The Bible isn't as static as we like to imagine. To have a consistent view, I view it through the truth and grace revealed in Christ. 
So when I think about the law and the prophets being fulfilled in Christ, that is how I am thinking about it. And how they reveal God's character. How they show us God's justice, mercy, and love. I am thinking about the way that God's character was revealed to Moses and demonstrated in Christ. Because of the grace and truth of Christ, I trust that we can all understand God better by experiencing God's love and grace better. Because the law can be interpreted and forgotten, but God's character is always there. I'm not so much focused on individual laws as I am in understanding the message that God has about how to live and love one another by understanding God. That we can understand what we should do and how we should act because of the revelation of God's character. That it strengthens us, guides us, and leads us to a stronger understanding and a stronger bond in Christ. Not because we have clung to the laws that we want to enforce, but because we know all things through the grace and truth of Jesus Christ. In this way, we can see God revealed in Moses, revealed in Christ, and revealed through our interactions with each other. Because God is with us and all around us. And we see that we serve a God of love. A steadfast love revealed to us in grace and truth through our risen Savior. Who is with us always and everywhere that we may know that grace and truth. Amen.